Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw, and you're listening to I've Got a Secret. I've got the perfect midweek pick-me-up with today's episode, The Secret to Owning Your Sexual Self. This episode is all about gaining confidence in yourself, embracing your femininity, and of course, feeling sexy. I believe we are all strong, beautiful women, and our sexuality should be celebrated. This episode isn't necessarily about sex. It's about having the confidence to embrace yourself, your whole self. It's time to own our sexual sides, ladies. And you know what? You're going to be even more proud to be a woman, a sexy, powerful woman. Speaking of sexy, powerful women, I have two Two of them right here with me today. My first guest is Dr. Rachel Ross, sexologist, author, and board-certified family medicine physician. Dr. Rachel was the family physician for three seasons of The Doctors. That's where I met her and fell in love with her and her work. And trust me, she is incredible. She is a pioneer of groundbreaking discussions about relationships, sex, abstinence, and HIV AIDS prevention. I am so happy to have you here, Dr. Rachel. Glad to be here. This is exciting. Yes. I can't wait to talk more about your book. And my second guest, you're going to just love her, is Sheila Kelly. Sheila is an actress currently starring alongside her husband on The Good Doctor. She is also a teacher and motivational speaker on embracing femininity. She teaches courses that help women to learn to reignite romance in their love life, break the patterns of negative self-talk, and build confidence and self-worth. But that's not even the best part. Sheila is the founder of S-Factor, a pole dancing for fitness studio that aims to heal the relationship with our bodies and turn on the brilliant feminine essence that exists in all of us. S-Factor is widely loved by celebrities and has expanded to 11 different cities and three different countries. I can't wait to talk about all things feminine with these two amazing ladies. So let's get started let's talking go. about our sexual selves. Yes. Let's talk about sex. Topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before, like I just said again, when we before we got started, we were just talking about our families and such and I want to say happy birthday to Sheila because yesterday was her birthday Yay. and she said that when we finish today, her son is taking her to lunch. And I love that. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Yay. We were talking about sons and I said, oh, and I don't even know how we got there, but I was telling her about my youngest son, Jordan, and about him touring with the Jonas Brothers and opening for him. And I said, oh, you know what? Let's listen to his latest song just to get our energy pumped up. And mm-hmm. Sheila it's said, hot. oh, Wow. And you started telling me mm-hmm. some very interesting information just from listening to yeah. his music. And uh, tell us again what you were saying about the... Well, what I teach is, is S-Factor. It started as pole fitness, but it's evolved into really feminine embodiment mm-hmm. and what it is to embody your body fully with your eroticism healthfully intact, not shut down. Sure. I'm so sure we're all yes. have seen that. It's kind of rampant in our global culture, mm-hmm. shutting the feminine body down. Yes. Right? Which is why I wanted to do this podcast on this well, very topic. God bless both yes. of you, my heroes, because any woman that is going to move women towards wholeness and towards reclaiming their sexuality and their femininity and their eroticism is just like close to my heart. But um, in teaching over, I've been teaching 20 years next year, and uh, I've been watching bodies move for years. And what I've found is that there are 10 iconic body shapes. And these shapes come from primal body emotions, there's five dark and five light. And so as I was listening to your son sing, mm-hmm. by the way, he's amazing. Yeah, Thank you. Can we say his name? Yes. Oh, Jordan McGraw. I am yes. going to get that song and I'm going to play it in class. Um, but as I was you. listening to it, you can feel when you start to get this dialogue, this language, you can begin to feel uh, energy coming from a person through their voice, through the way they move, through the way they sit, through oh. just mi- what I call micromuscular movement. Sure. Mm-hmm. So just through his voice, you can feel a real sense of, and I'm going to say one of the iconic energies is innocent teaser. Mm-hmm. And you lit up. Yes. And then you lit up. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you even thought. explained what that was. Sure. So I felt that mm-hmm. exactly what you were saying, I guess. So go ahead and explain that. Well, because they're from iconic animal what we would call the mammalian brain, that's where they come from, right? These emotional energies, but they shape the body. 
And so the innocent teaser comes from the emotion of surprise, mm-hmm. which is a very primal emotion that dogs, cats, and babies, and people, and we have. And it's that <gasps> awe moment of like, oh, here I am. And so there's a real innocence and openness, a trustingness to uh-huh. that voice that he has. And there's a buoyancy to the way they move. Mm-hmm. There's a buoyancy to their skin. Oh, I love um, that. So there's just a real clear sense of that kind of energy and what that energy needs in love to, and how that energy loves either in an erotic way or in just a platonic way uh-huh. is very wow. different than say someone that is a dangerous challenger. Uh-huh. That's mm. a darker iconic energy and that comes from rage and anger. Oh. Got it. So then if as a listener, if mm-hmm. I connected very much to Jordan's song, because I did, I felt it, it kind yeah. of got boost goosebumps. Yeah. It kind of felt, you know, oh. felt I, I felt it. Yeah. So then would that then tell me that I gravitate towards that type of energy or would that say that I possess that type of energy? things. Okay. If you possess it, you probably are gravitating toward it as okay. well. But did you gravitate toward it on a kind of bouncy dance, non-erotic way? Or did you all of a sudden grind your hips and go, yeah. Okay. That's a great question. Yeah, right? That's a great, great question. question. And just, just yes. so you listeners know, the song we listened to is Met at a Party. So, so that's the song we were listening to before the podcast started. So yeah. we're, that's what we're talking about. Yes. So you just lit up. Yes. I felt it more in like kind of like a, Here. oh, this is really great. Yeah. You know, like kind of in my heart, not necessarily in my hips or my uh-huh. my butt. Okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's <laughs> okay that his mother is sitting <laughs> yeah. here. It's okay. And by the way, that's so beautiful because we have to raise our sons and daughters with eroticism. That's right. As a normal thing and a that's healthy right. thing and a sacred thing. Yes. And I love that we can sit here and talk about Yes. your son's song uh, and say, yes. did it get it hit you in an erotic way or, or a more emotional way? And so if it that hits you in, er, in, in an erotic way, uh, then you are then you have an innocent teaser in your erotic energy. It. If it hits you in a more kind of like platonic everyday way, it's like, okay, I, have a, I maybe have innocent teaser in my everyday essence. Ooh. You can kind of feel that I do. And that's right. Yes. I have everyday innocence. I'm like, yeah. but my erotic is dangerous. Oh, okay. And this is what you find out as you journey into yes. embodiment, full embodiment. Because you remember I told you how interesting this was to me that yeah. you were explaining it. Because when I watch him perform, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so amazed at how he not only performs, how proud I am of his voice and of his talent, but also it amazes me how he becomes so talented even more by by watching him, how mm-hmm. he moves when he sings. So I really was interested in yeah. what you had to say because I asked you, is this a mother's pride or is it something in me that mm. I'm so impressed with his talent and his voice? That you're blind? That am I? Yes. No. So, well, the thing that was beautiful is how you lit up. Both of you uh-huh. lit up when you heard the phrase innocent teaser. Yes. You both had a record. It's like a primal recognition. Mm-hmm. You had embodied recognition. So, so it's not just my mother's pride and mother's love. I don't I think have so. that as well in my. Yeah. You, yes. you get it. I get it. It, it spoke to you, your innocence. Yes. Right. Yes. And your innocence. We yeah. all went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. powerful. Oh, that's great. That's so interesting. So tell us all 10 of them. Well, I think you have some naughty provocateur. I could see that. Whatever, <laughs> I mean, look at her. She's, she's yeah. hot. Well, she's hot, but she's <laughs> she also, she, there's a little bit of like um, um, irreverent. There's a little bit, don't, you know what? Don't tell me what I can and can't do. Okay. I'm going to okay. do what I want to yeah, do. I could see that. And look, you're so that. lit up with that. And you have an energy that I call the champion. Oh, awesome. So you have champion energy, which comes from courage. Oh, Thank you. It comes from having um, tasted a lot of pain and a lot Mm -hmm. of difficultiness and how to get back up, Mm -hmm. get back up, get back up. And so that's an energy that you give off. It's very solid. It's grounded. It's grounding. It's humble. Is this all resonating? Yes. 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 So the champion is a lighter color, uh, um, a lighter flavor, right? The naughty is a little darker. Dangerous challenger, that's me, a little darker. Um, The innocent teaser is lighter. The lustful lover is lighter. That is the body that likes pure pleasure, doesn't care how it gets it or where it gets it or on what it gets it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it is a body that's full of pleasure. Think of like, you know, Jessica Rabbit. 
Oh, yes. True. Jessica Rabbit's like a quintessential lustful lover. Every movement she makes is f- every nerve ending in her body oh, is the pleasure sure. center. So that's like more lustful lover. Mm-hmm. And then you have the blissful pleaser, which you also have. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. That's the heart love. Oh, yes. That is the nurturer. That is the giver. That is the one that's compelled to give and take care of no matter what. Yes. There you have it. Yes. I want to, you, you know, yeah. I'll whether I'm a nurturer to a child or a puppy yeah. or a kitten or a friend or a garden or a plant, yeah. that's the blissful pleaser. No, totally. And then you have um, the joyful playmate. And the joyful playmate is mm. just wants to play. And in an erotic way, she is the like, game for anything. Let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. Yeah. I, I and can she see can, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She can hop up and down and just she just gets her joy and her pleasure from interacting and yes. playfulness. Yes. Um, that's another primal emotion. And so on the darker side, you have the shy reluctant enigma. So mm-hmm. it's from fear, shyness, mystery. Mm-hmm. It's the hyper, hypersensitive people that are um, can't bear to be seen but desire so much to be seen, it's Johnny Depp. There's an enigma oh, to sure. him. It's the pullback. It's the hiding. It's um, mystery. It's the mystery. It's mm-hmm. And they come from, I'm, I, am I safe? Oh. Uh. And they're like, they yearn for love. They yearn for lust. They yearn for touch. But they're seeking a lover that really can magnetize and pull them out mm-hmm. and toward them. So mm-hmm. this isn't going to be someone that can naturally initiate sex. Not, no. This is kind mm-hmm. of the You're person. You're exactly right. And there's a lot of that. I get a lot of questions yes. from uh, women, you know, that are like, you know, he doesn't like to initiate, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like he's supposed to be the gen- the man, you uh-huh. know, with the, uh-huh. the masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what can we do to bring that out? So it's interesting. I love that you're saying this. Yeah, that, because, there's a lot of that. Because people think there's something wrong with them. Yes. And there's exactly not right. anything wrong with a shy, reluctant enigma. They just don't have a name yet. And we're giving them, you can be a shy, reluctant enigma and still be incredibly erotic uh-huh. and yearning uh-huh. and lusting. But you need a different energy. Two shy, reluctant enigmas. To bring it. They're like that. I right? can see that. But a champion and a shy, reluctant enigma, that champion will come right over here. Uh-huh. Dangerous uh-huh. challenger could pull out. Blissful pleaser will pull out. A, so there's different energies that, that that shy, reluctant enigma needs to pull her or him forward. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. I, you, I, I love that, right? Because it, yes. it removes the shame. Yes. Yes. You know? No judgment. Yes. No judgment. That's right. That's right. And, and not only not no judgment, but but complete acceptance yes. of who I am as a whole human being. Right. I'm not going to be this magazine model you want me to be. I am this creature. Yes. And okay. you know who had a lot of shy, reluctant enigmas? Audrey Hepburn. <gasps> right. Di- Princess Diana. Oh. oh sh- remember her yes. with this? She lived in it, allowed it, and that's why she was so enigmatic. Mm. So then the next one is the deep, soulful siren. Deep sulfur siren. So is that kind of your sultry, your... Think of the emotion there. What is it? Because they're all sexual. Mm-hmm. They're all erotic. Sure. Mm-hmm. Pain. Ah, of course. Emotional pain. Sure. Emotional oh. erotic pain. Depth. Depth. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yes. We were just in we were just Oh, my God. talking. It, and she has, yes. she has two. She has Innocent Teaser. Yes. Deep Soulful Siren. Yes. Kristen Stewart. Oh, sure. Deep, soulful siren. Yes. Think of those um, vampire movies yes. where just you can't not look at her. You just get sucked into so her true. energy. Mm-hmm. And because the, the deep, soulful siren is like a dark star, mm-hmm. she just has this magnetic quality. And she seeks a lot through the eyes. Mm-hmm. And so her erotic is really connected to her eyes. Yeah. It's really powerful. It is powerful. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful. interesting. But see, now the depth thing, that's... You know, I'm sure you work with people who have this depth, this deep soulfulness, and they think there's something wrong with them. Yeah. No, there's nothing no. wrong with you. You're just no. really profoundly deep. Like mm-hmm. you are so hyper tuned to pain, empathy, yes. empathy, right? Sure. Definitely. Like I feel what you feel. That's the that's the deep soulful siren. Mm-hmm. They feel everything in the room emotionally, and they yearn for a sexual erotic energy that can meet them in their depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, two deep soulful sirens would be phenomenal together. But a joyful playmate and a deep soulful, that's a struggle. That sounds like that would be annoying. That would be annoying. No, I, was just, I was just thinking that very word. That would get so old and annoying. It's like, oh, settle down. That's right. Let's just not talk. Let's just do it. But shut up. Shut that's up. Right. I don't want to play. 
Go to sleep. But they, do you know those people though that they always have to keep active? Yeah, they're yes. doing, 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 yes. and it, yeah, it's like it's, and they, and they love it. Yeah, and they they together are terrific. Right. And the last one is the ice queen or the ice king, mm. and that is from the emotion of disgust. Oh, really? Yes. And that is a very hot erotic charge. And they are usually not attracted to each other. Those two repel each other. The Ice King and the Ice Queen. So is that would be impossible to get started. They don't, well, because they seek and yearn for someone to melt them, Mm -hmm. to soften them for a moment. So they need heat, like the lustful lover or the dangerous challenger or the champion, right? Sure, they they definitely need heat. They need heat. Yes. Because they are just like... I think of the the um, was John Hamm's role character uh-huh. in that. Um, uh, what's the TV show he was Mad doing? Men. In oh, Mad Men. Sure. Think of him. He was a quintessential ice king. Okay, like just nothing moves him much. Nothing moves of. him, and he he's just like disgusted by everything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Innocent teaser will get to him. I could see that. Innocent teaser yeah. melts everybody, which is your son's song. Yes. Right. Yes. It's just. Sense. Absolutely so fascinating. Do you feel like as people go through life mm-hmm. and life changes you and events and you change mm-hmm. and you evolve, do you feel like uh, that energy stays the same or do you feel like that energy evolves as people grow? And I love that question. Mm-hmm. I think that the healthiest, what, what we do at S-Factor is we give everybody, a woman, women, opportunity to embody. We all have all of those energies, mm-hmm. right? We all have mm-hmm. the capacity to feel the spectrum of emotional energy. Mm-hmm. Most of the darker energy is misunderstood and shut down. And so the darker sides of us go into the erotic or they just get stilted in there and shame. Mm. So when you say, do they change? And yes, I think you absolutely do change. However, given the dysfunctional and complex relationship our global society has with sexuality and women, I think that we grow into a shape. And whatever shape that is, is pretty much a core shape of who you will be in an erotic way. Like, I'm mm. sure that you deal with people who get turned on by getting tied up. Oh, yes. And yeah. people that would hate getting tied up. Oh, and people, that. But they can only get a sexual charge or an erotic charge with a spanking. Mm-hmm. Or they can only get an erotic charge with a, with a great massage. So seeking how do I get an erotic charge? How does my body get turned on? That is when you, it, it's such a great thing to be able to identify the shape of your erotic body. I love that. And right? it, mm-hmm. when you're talking to a sexuality coach yeah. or a sexologist, what we kind of do to try to tap into that is to kind of ask, you know, what is, what like, for instance, if you happen to watch porn or erotic mm-hmm. movies or books, like, what is that mm. scene mm. that you keep going mm-hmm. back to? You know, like, mm. is it, are you replaying... Yes. The the explosion part. Are you replaying, you know, mm. the choking? Are you replaying? Like, what is it? Yes. Because the, a lot of people have never they don't, experienced mm-hmm. their major right. erotic charge. You know? You're so dead on there. And it's yeah. this journey and these, these tools might be great for you to play with yeah. because it's incredible how it opens up and gives permission for every body shape to be able to find pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I have over, I've been doing this 20 years, I, my body is changing. I'm getting much more ice queen energy, which I never had. Mm. I'm getting really a lot of like naughty provocateur, which I didn't have. But So is that ice queen energy coming from like, just being over the bullshit? Like just yeah, it's, like. Yes. I agree. You, you, it's allowance. Agree. It's saying this is not a negative. This is mm-hmm. not a, I don't it believe there's is. any negative bad emotion. Yeah. I do not believe I that. agree. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Because. As you were describing all of yeah. the energies, I kept thinking there's nothing negative in anything you've described mm-hmm. here. So I hope that the listeners are all hearing you and knowing there's nothing negative about any yeah. of, of the yeah. icons you described. Mm-hmm. And it was exciting to me to hear each and every one of them to say that you see me in more than one. Yes. Because I could identify in those that you saw in me. And then when Dr. Rachel said, can you change? And does mm-hmm. a person change? Mm-hmm. I say yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to positive. It is, but I think that it has, to have, there has to be conscious awareness and permission given, self-permission, because yes. we, I, you guys have been doing this 20 years. Women are, 
women are treated harshly yes. in the world we live in. And we're put in boxes and we're trapped in a masculine yes. world. And I believe it's the last thing we need is to do it ourselves, to right. ourselves. To, like, and to each other. That's to each right. other. We do it to each other. And yes. I can't wait for you guys to experience S-Factor because Thank it you. is a community of women yeah. who elevate each other, elevate each other's beauty and sexuality mm-hmm. and joy. It's incredible. But one of the things I did want to say is there are no negative emotions, no bad emotions. The only emotion that I have a problem with is trapped emotion, mm-hmm. emotion that's not allowed to be expressed in a constructive way. I say that because dangerous challenger energy, deep soulful siren, these emotions when trapped in the body or when lashed out can be destructive. Mm-hmm. What I teach is how to take all of the emotional energy in your body, which is pure fuel and your erotic energy, mm-hmm. which is pure fuel, mm-hmm. and take it and focus it into a constructive way in your life. As you were describing, and it came to me, if Philip kisses me, it's crazy how many people will say something negative about the fact that I don't close my eyes. <sighs> I love to keep my eyes open when he kisses me. Ah. Not always, of course, yeah. not always. Because you want to Because I love looking at yes. him actually kissing me. Mm. To me, I love that. So, no, I don't always close my eyes, but yeah. you wouldn't believe the number of people. That's amazing. That yes. will comment on that. I don't think it's really all that silly because I think why you have so much energy on that that you would actually type a message the to time it, to Are they negative? Are they that. negative? Oh, yes, it's very negative. They're, they're always saying... Like, why would close you your close eyes. your eyes? He's kissing you. That's so not romantic. That's so not hot. That's so not sexy. They probably keep your have eyes crushes open. on him. That's they all. probably, you know. But I think, to me, that mm-hmm. really is no one's business, but at the same time. But it also... I it, think it's a... I think it's part of mm-hmm. a communication between the two of us. Like, I'll keep my eyes open just to look at the man that's mm-hmm. kissing me because I love him so much. I find that incredibly beautiful yeah. and erotic. Me too. Thank and, you. And I feel like what you're getting is you're getting um, what we've all been told to say. Probably what you're right. we've all been told and to say. And it's not that I really mm-hmm. care. I'm just amazed at how many people in the mm-hmm. world have that belief or that feeling. So many people want to turn the lights out, shut the eyes, just feel around, fumble around, as opposed to actually, you know, enjoying it yes. because visually is yeah. such can take things to such another level. And of course, if if we're wow. in public or on camera, we're yeah. not like getting it on. Right. <laughs> right. So it's 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 just a kiss. So that's right. That's right. I thought you were going to comment on what type of fi- of energy Dr. Phil was. I thought you were I, about to yeah. tell us a little bit I, because I was thinking I was, and I picked an energy. Did you pick Which an one? energy? You yeah. guys are hot for each other. Yes. This is yeah. good. It's true. It's really How many it's years true. together? We've been together 47 years. We just celebrated 43 <laughs> years marriage. So I'm so in love. That's yes. I mean with yes. this. That's amazing. Yes. See right now I have total body chills. Yeah. Just talking about it. It's Just incredible. My man and I, 30 years. <laughs> Congratulations. He's Richard Schiff, who's the actor. It was um, Toby yes. Ziegler on yes. the West Wing, and now, oh, he's on the yeah, sure. now I play his wife on The Good Doctor. I love that. And we're getting married next Monday. If you're going to watch The Good Doctor, you'll see us get married again. And yes. so we've been together 30 years, and it but is really, so really, awesome. I love hearing that. Now, he's a dangerous challenger. It so it's combustible. Funny. My gosh. But it's like I get goosebumps all over too because yes. I, I think when you understand who you're with yeah. and you allow it, not just allow it, but lift it, elevate it, mm-hmm. it's like nowhere in the world can Phil get this kind of worship. That's right. Right? I believe that. And yes. vice versa. Yes. And vice versa. And same with me and Richard. What you Congratulations. Are, are, you. Yes. Yes. What you guys are, uh, you. are describing is I think something that people strive for and a lot of couples never get. Mm-mm. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. You're I mean, right. I see it all the time. They, this is rare. And hot. And, and amazing. sexually, erotically uh-huh. alive. Uh-huh. Yeah. You and know this, I mean? It is rare. And your gift in doing this podcast is phenomenal. Thank you. Because more mm. women need to know how you can have longevity with sexuality. And I want to go back to what you just said, Rachel, because yes. you're dead on. But Estera Perel, who's a, I, I'm oh, sure you yes. know, she's a friend of mine. And she, in her book, Mating in Captivity, she talks about how love seeks to know everything and eroticism lives most in mystery. Mm -hmm. If I see a beautiful woman, I show her to Philip. Okay. All right. So you and I are like twins because I do the same thing. I'm like, God, she's gorgeous. Look at that. But Before before you miss her look, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Awesome. And sometimes he'll go, yeah, I saw her. (laughs) Good for you. 
<laughs> then you're oh, really funny. onto something if you're like, well, invite her over. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's what time? so funny. And I've actually become friends with this woman. We were in Dallas at the Country Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And we were in this large green room as we were there to present. And this particular woman walked through and she just is gorgeous. I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to embarrass her, but she was just gorgeous. And she had this beautiful dress on that was really low in the back. Mm. And I mean, the dress was not wearing her. She was wearing that dress. Oh, and she, mm. Just a gorgeous woman. And so I pointed her out, Bella, look at that dress. Wait till she turns around. And he's like, oh my, yeah, she's gorgeous. And so we were with some friends and I said, tell Belle to look, tell, tell these guys. And so then I go up to her later and said, okay, I'm sorry, but you're so gorgeous. And that dress is amazing on you. I had to even point you out to my husband. And so just as a as a little treat kind of joke kind of thing, do you mind if I take your picture in the dress? <laughs> she went, no, that's okay. So I take her picture the front and I said, can you turn around and get a picture? Oh, my God. She went, sure. I went, trust me, this is like, I'm not stalking you. And so I just, I took her photo yes. and I went back over. I went, guess what? I got you. And oh, I show him on my phone. My God. I said, I'm not it. sending it to you. So, but I'll let you look at it. You have to come <laughs> you to my phone. my phone. Right? Yeah, you're it. not getting That's it. Right. That's so right. I'm not going that far. I'm yeah. not going to send you the photo, but I got it. So you can just show your friends. Uh, I love that. Wow. And uh, actually, that woman and I have become friends. Oh, really? Yes. Isn't that crazy? That is really neat. Well, who so, wouldn't want to be your friend, Robin? <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you're so like, sweet. Like, come over to dinner. Right. <laughs> Let's hang out later. Okay, I would love that. I am a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm not surprised with that part at all. No, but I love what you're saying. And and it's just, it's you can emblematic in your relationship too, is that you guys keep your own stuff. Uh And that's, that is the key is take care of you. You do you. I agree. And you do you and we come together and it's Uh like, amazing. That's great because in, in your situation, you guys established your own stuff. Totally. And now you guys get the chance to work together on the stuff. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that that energy on the set is kind of hot. so good. Oh, I it's love that. so good. I we're so we're cool. having a ball. Like, because I get to flirt with him yes. and we get to make out and so cool. get maybe married again. Oh, I'm I not supposed know. to tell you what happens, but. Okay. Yeah, and this. Well, and when when will that air? Monday. This coming but, Monday. So it airs on Monday. Mm-hmm. 10 o'clock ABC. Ooh, well, I got to binge wow. and catch up. So yeah. I, then I'll watch oh, it. This is great. Yes. It's a great I show. Wait. I love this show. Yeah. It's wholesome, yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen the show and I love it. Touching. Yeah. I love it. So I cry every time I watch it. Oh. Now, Philip and I both it. love to binge watch series. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Yeah. Do you watch them together? Yes. Oh, yes. That. Yes. And if, if he's out of town or, you wait. or what? Oh, yes. We wait. Oh, no fair it, that's part of that mystery. It's part of, it, right? it's part of the erotic. It's like I'm um, really up. I could just hit play <laughs> and watch it. But, oh, I would never no, I wouldn't do that. He, he'd get trouble if he Oh did. yeah, I was about to say you could get trouble for that one. No, 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 no. We yeah, don't no. do that. That's right. It's our deal that we we don't mm. watch them together. So no, that that's great. I I love what you've done there. Yeah. That is amazing work. Thank you. And the, the ladies that get an opportunity to work with you, they're such in a blessed space because I tell you, women, you know, everything that we do just represses our sexuality yes. and represses mm-hmm. our ability to be who we want to be mm-hmm. or who we're comfortable with. And so to have a program that systematically brings that out, yeah, that's amazing stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television.
Now we're going to have our cocktail of the day. And I picked one that I think is perfect for our topic of the day. And this drink is called French Kiss. And it is really delicious. It has one ounce of gin, three quarters ounce of St. Germain, one quarter ounce of Aperol, and one quarter ounce of lemon juice. You take that, you shake it with ice, strain that, serve it up, and then you top it off with sparkling rosé and garnish all of it with an orange twist. Pour that in some beautiful glasses today, and it's just beautiful. <gasps> I love Aperol. You do? It's the greatest thing that, in the oh, world. Of course, the, the, the glasses, we can't even call those glasses. Okay, that's, that's beyond brilliant. I'm sorry, but where did you get those glasses? You know what? I found those glasses. Wow! In Italy, I was about to say it's okay. Lona's yes, glass. that's. That, we, I talked actually talked about this on the last podcast. That's one of the things I love to do when we travel is find unique and beautiful uh, glasses, bar glasses, wow. or table just for it, table settings. And this glass, you can do so many things with this. You could actually serve a oh my an entree. I think out of it, yeah, a salad sure. or a side dish Fruit. or or. Drinks. Thank you. Here we go. Cheers. 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 Oh, my mm. God. Ooh. Ooh, it's delicious. I love that. French kissing all the way. Kiss. I'm a French kiss like all night long. Drink. There we go. And it's your birthday. It's so. my birthday. Oh, it's your birthday. birthday. That's something. It's a winner. I've been learning new drinks since I started this podcast. <laughs> that has perk. gin. I'm, I don't think I've ever had gin. Hmm. taste the gin that much. I don't either. I just taste the Aperol. 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 And Is that the good? Aperol has such a strong, uh, distinct taste. Oh. Let me just um, ask a few questions. Tell me, both of you, why you think women have such a hard time embracing their sexual beings, their sexual selves. Yeah, I think, and then we grow up in households mm-hmm. where this is going on, mm-hmm. and you know, we go to church, and they 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 reinforce it. Yeah, and so as a result of it, and then our earliest relationships, some of them have been dysfunctional. Then we're modeling dysfunctional relationships. Mm-hmm. I think it confuses us and really kind of makes us a little more shut down in a lot of different ways. And so I think sexuality is just a piece of it. Uh-huh. And totally. if we could deal with some of the other layers there, then the sexuality piece is easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like if we could deal with the shame, if we can deal with the the frustration, if we can deal with, uh, you know, some women poverty, you know, yes. all of these different things yes. play to kind of just suppress mm-hmm. your expression of yourself. And then I think at the, at the end of the day, I think it makes it difficult for us to even know what we want. Exactly. You know, or, or what to feel. Or, or who how we to are. Feel, or who we or are. Or how to move this <gasps> thing yes. that we've, this thing that has caused so much. Right. Opinion. I mean, she's too fat. She's too skinny. Oh, she's so too true. this. She's too that. The shaming. Well, it's we... the judgment, yes. and the sh- and that just turns into self hatred. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I deal with women every day mm-hmm. for the last twenty years, and you know, it, there is so much more. It means sexuality is is unfortunately probably the most prevalent thing that's shut down because our sexuality is, as as I said before, very conflicted in this culture. It's okay for men to have a lot of real heavy sexual energy, but for women to have it, it's slutty, it's hoary, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. I'm going to judge you. I'm going to ostracize you. And But I think it's a lot of things about what we are allowed and not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think and, if you look at sexual assault, you know, mm-hmm. if we look wow. at it, one in four women have been sexually assaulted, and a lot of them have mm-hmm. It's happened in their youth. Mm-hmm. And so when mm-hmm. that first sexual experience ends up being traumatic and mm. full of pain, it becomes something that is that you spend the rest of your life, if you don't run into the right people, the right yes. person, yes. to kind of help you heal through that, then it can actually just take you through this whole life of just being shut down. Yes. Well, both of you are experts. I'm not an expert, but I was going to add to, I believe that what also keeps women from claiming their sexual being can also be just their yes. history of okay. their family upbringing, what they've been taught yep. every day of their life from their parents, grandparents, from their family members. That's huge. To what they were raised to believe. Mm-hmm. And yes. imagine that what they're feeling inside when it conflicts with what they were raised to believe. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, another reason I wanted to do this podcast on this topic is mm. it's okay yeah. to decide today is the day I'm going to own 
my body. Yes. I'm going to own my thoughts, my beliefs. Yes. And I'm going to take back my power. I'm going to take the power of myself and believe in myself and do what I want to do. I'm going to own myself. I'm glad you said that because it is a decision. I'm it is a choice. That. I'm that toasting we all that. What you just yes. said that was so beautiful Cheers. and so powerful. Cheers. But really, it does come down to it being a choice. It's a massive choice. It's conversations like this yeah. that I hope those certain women will listen yes. to and take baby steps. Yes. It is something that I believe you need to first think yeah. it, discuss it with yourself, yes, and consider. Mm-hmm. And then take baby steps. Um, just consider it yeah. and, and have that conversation with yourself. Am I happy? Am I living the life I'm supposed mm-hmm. to live? Mm-hmm. I was taught this. I was I was taught these beliefs, these yes. ideas, this type of life I'm living. But is it really who I want to be? Is it really the life I want to live? And then just have that conversation a couple of times with yourself. Sure. And make your own decisions. That's great. Yeah. Because you have you that do. right. Mm-hmm. Because there really is a beautiful life available. On the other side. On the other side. With 100% yes. access to self. That means I can move my body to 100% of her ability to move. That means hip circles. That means stretches. That means tough touch. If I want to live a hundred percent full potential life. I've got to occupy my body and my mind and my heart for me, mm-hmm. not for Someone whomever. Else. Right? Like I often say to women when they say I'm shut down and I I'm ugly and I'm this and I'm that. I said, who said that? Mm-hmm. Where'd you first hear that? Because you're a pure animal. You're pure. When you came out of your mama's womb, you didn't say that. Right. You were pure and you were living in one hundred percent of yourself. You were touching and feeling and moving. Somewhere along the line, something or someone said, don't. And maybe a lot of times when they really think about it, their answer would be, I said it. Mm -hmm. I said it to myself. I listened to someone else or I looked at someone else and I felt less than. I felt stupid. I felt ugly. I felt less than. Mm. Well, it's time to have a new conversation with yourself. You have power over yourself. Make that choice to decide I'm not going to be mad at myself anymore. I'm not going to talk about myself like that mm-hmm. anymore. It's it's time to mm. make a choice to love yourself. And that's what I encourage all women to not only do that, but to help other women yes. when they're suffering. Mm. You know, I, I founded a, a foundation when Georgia smiled, and we focus on domestic yes. violence, victims mm. of domestic violence and sexual assault. Wow. And I've given lots of speeches across the country and- One thing I always say to everyone listening, when you ask someone, how are you today? Really listen to them and always go with your intuition, your woman's intuition, go with your gut, because that's just a question you always ask, just how are you? But when you ask it, truly ask it and listen to the woman that you're asking. And if she says, oh, I'm okay. Oh, I'm great. But really listen and look, because lots of times they're suffering. Mm-hmm. They're a victim of domestic violence. Right. And so I always encourage all of us women to listen to other women. And if you feel there's something off, if you feel that they're not okay, that maybe they are suffering, mm. then ask them again because I can help you. Just tell them, are you really okay? Because I, I feel like I can help you if you're not. Yeah. And I say that today mm-hmm. with this topic. It's, yes. It doesn't always have to be a woman who is suffering from domestic violence. It can be someone who's suffering from their own words, their own beliefs. Their own chatter, sure. Yes. And I think I I have that feeling lots of times when I'm with someone. I can just tell by the way they're looking at me or someone else. And Mm. and it's it's kind of crazy because I've asked that numerous times and people have opened up and said, no, I'm feeling really uncomfortable in this group today because Mm. I don't feel like I belong. Mm. And I don't know, it's very moving to me to be able to have someone open up and tell me that because I've sat with them for over an hour and we've bonded and talked back and forth. And I don't know, it's just, you get someone's real authentic naked truth and you don't get that. You get that rarely in this culture. Civilization has brought us a lot of great gifts, but it's also brought us a lot of pain. Yes. 
in that we've lost what it is to be a feminine creature on the planet. And when I talk about feminine, I'm not talking about sexuality. I'm talking about an essence, right? Just acceptance of yourself. Ex- acceptance and, of and the more feminine attributes, right? The ability right? to move. Right, to Just feel. Just a small baby step forward mm-hmm. in loving yourself. Yes. Accepting yourself. To be able to emote. It's really, yes. really kind of a, a, a mindfulness yeah. journey. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's really acknowledging that self-chatter, acknowledging yes. you saying, oh, gosh, I'm feel like I look fat, but letting all that pass outside. Uh-huh. It's not a matter of suppressing what we're thinking or even really altering it. It's just being aware of it, uh-huh. seeing it and watch it just pass through. Uh-huh. And what you said when you said baby steps, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's really what being like a holistic healer and integrative practitioner is really about is baby steps. Baby steps. Because you don't have to overnight evolve into this sensual, mm. erotic person. But if you take the baby steps, if you, you know, it's embrace so how you look in the mirror, look at it, you know, embrace the, the changes that your breasts have been through throughout the years, you know, all of those things that we're taught in all of our magazines to like mm. fear and be afraid of, mm-hmm. if you can get to those, acknowledge it, mm-hmm. and let it pass through. And just, hey, this is just yes. what it is. This is part yes. of me. Create your own definition That's of what's beautiful. Right. And move forward through yeah. it. And Don't then, judge yourself. Learn to love yourself. And, and also, I'll, I'll start with, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do this alone. It's okay to ask for help. Right. Ask help from your friends or someone you admire that you see that, oh, she's always so open or women that you admire. Yeah. Listen to the different podcasts who want to offer tips and advice and that kind of thing. So I thought one thing that we could do today is offer some tips, just like you're saying, tips for women that they can do at home Mm -hmm. to learn to love themselves, love their bodies. Just as I said earlier, redefine what's really beautiful about yourself. We were talking about this the other day when we were getting ready for this podcast. A lot of women sleep in really ugly pajamas, okay? (laughs) So think about it. What do you sleep in? If you think Mm. you sleep in something really ugly, then stop doing that. Yeah, Mm. sure, sure. Because that's one thing that has always been important to me is I don't sleep in like sexy negligees. I don't. I raised two boys. So I've never been really one to sleep in something that if they had to walk into the bedroom, I'd be mortified. But what I do sleep in, I think is really cute and hot. Yeah. Of course, now they're grown and out of the house. So I've gotten the privilege of making it a little cuter and a little sexier or whatever. But honestly, I think if you focus on yourself when you're at home by yourself or with your partner, your husband, your mate, whatever, that's a good place to start. Yeah. What you wear when you're at home, mm. how you dress when you're at home, love it. How you undress when you're at home, what you don't wear when you're at home, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So just, I think women, if they just focus on that, when it's just you and your husband or your partner or your significant other, how do you present yourself in mm. the evenings when you're at home or, or when you come to bed? That's so interesting that you say that because I think a big, big reason people end up seeing a sexologist, sexuality coach. And you'll hear husbands, they'll say, well, you know, she gets her hair done. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets home, she wraps it up and puts on sweats. Yes. You know? Yes. And so, you know, there's this new feminist thought that's like, well, you know, you got to do what's right for you. If you don't want to yeah. look cute, wear, wear your sweats. Wear your Exactly. Your, but you your can wear cute scarf, sweats. But, you can wear cute sweats. But, but I think those old school rules were in place for a little reason. It's eye candy. It yes. teases. It, yes. it, it strokes our dopamine a little bit. So I would say that we kind of need to go a little back in time a little mm-hmm. bit and try to be cute. Like, uh-huh. like you yes. said, people treat you differently when you go to the even the grocery store and you look good. So uh-huh. you can imagine how the dynamics change between you and your partner mm-hmm. when you've put a little effort into how you look at home. But That's I'll right. take it one step further. What, what we should start doing more commenting on, on, on your opinion, exerting your opinion a little mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm in the household and in your relationships will trickle over into you being a little more dominant sexually and feeling more confident. So if you don't feel confident and if you feel inferior to your partner in some way, which a lot of people who come kind of do, Mm -hmm. you know, they might have a rich husband or a boyfriend and then, you know, you're just happy to be there. If you continue in that space, Mm -hmm. then what you'll start to notice is not only are you sexually dissatisfied, but you're dissatisfied with your whole life. Mm -hmm. So you have to Put yourself in a light where your partner takes you seriously, right. where you feel comfortable and confident, and then 
those types of things can start to trickle into your sexuality because the sex part is just a minimum part of it. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is how you're feeling, mm-hmm. what you ate, mm. if you mm. move today, yep. yes. you know, how your mood is, like yes. where your stress levels are, your inflammation is. So all of those things combined. So what I would say is the smallest thing that you want to do is just make sure that you have some type of, you know, you're... You're staying up on on politics, too, so you've got an opinion. You know, Mm -hmm. voicing Mm -hmm. those things that give you confidence socially and in the home will trickle over into sex. That is so true. You can be a strong, confident woman without raising your voice. That's right. Without interrupting, without walking into the room and making sure everyone sees you. And that's a different kind of woman. (laughs) You can be a strong, confident woman and be hot and sexy. You can be strong. Comes in so confident many packages. without being a mini man. That's exactly yes, right. Or a limelight thief. That's exactly right. That's but right. I love what both of y'all guys are saying, but I'm going to just push it on. Like I do, I push the envelope. I don't care what you look like to him or her. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. What's hot to you? That's you right. got to turn yourself on. Don't wait for someone else to turn you on. So what outfit? Go to the friggin' mall or go to the store. Try stuff on that's low cut or slinky or silky. What is your body like? Do you like velvet? Mm -hmm. Do you like satin? Do you like silk? Do you like cotton? And then how do you feel turned on by the clothing you put on or the thoughts you have or how you touch yourself or don't touch yourself or what kind of touch do you like? See, everything I described about my evening and my Mm -hmm. what I wear to bed and all of that had nothing to do with Philip. Right. I was talking about, actually about myself. How does it turn you on? Yes. It's like, I love to sleep in fun, hot pajamas yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. The only reason I don't sleep naked, I never have because, again, I raised boys. Right. And then up until a year ago, we had our dog that slept at the foot of the bed and sleeping naked with the dog in the bed. Just no. not my thing. Yeah. And we keep our bedroom extremely cold. And I just... Don't want to sleep cold, so I always wear something. Sure, you know, I can be skimpy, whatever. But yes, I I dress for myself at Good. home, mm-hmm. and but at the same time, I'm going to also do it for Philip. Right. But who you're aware of how it turns him? So yes, yeah, so I know what he likes and what he loves yeah. and what he thinks is really cute. But um, yeah, because I'll push the envelope on that a little bit. I think when there are two people in the household mm-hmm. and you've made a commitment to this mm-hmm. person that you guys want to try to work it out. You do have to keep them in mind. You yes, do right. have to, you know, figure out what it is that they like a little bit. Because if not, you know, we'll be like everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, I've, I've mentioned the fact that your sweats disgust me. But just because he, they feel good on your mm-hmm. skin, you want to wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, at some point, mm-hmm. you got to take your partner's, you know, thoughts and desires into consideration. Now, True. your True. desire should always be top. You know, we should always uh-huh. be a little selfish. But at the same point, if you want to make it work, you mm-hmm. got to see their their side a That's little true. bit on it. That's true. That's true. Like if Philip truly hated me in sweats, like I cannot, I cannot think of one thing Philip's ever said, oh, I don't like you in that, or I, I really can't think of, of anything, but— and he can't and see the shape up. of my yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. They're not, <laughs> okay. they're not dirty. I'm getting the vision. I'm getting yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah, they—, they they don't have food all over them and spilled. Gosh, right. But they're really cute. Everything I wear, though, I wear for me that's comfortable, but it still looks pretty cute. So it's still cute. It and, still makes you, yeah. it's still yeah. reflective of you. Yes. I think yes. sometimes what we do is we have a reflection of ourselves, that we see mm-hmm. ourselves, but we don't do anything to keep that reflection that's going. Right. That's it's right. It's like, you know, I, I feel really cute. I, I like to wear this. I like to, well, when was the last time you did that? And that's part of women. We don't take care of ourselves. You know, we're kind of always taking care of other people. Mm -hmm. So if we spend more time kind of focusing on taking care of ourselves, you you know, like I got in trouble because I said there was an actress who had an affair and I made a comment about that the woman that he cheated on had gained 60 pounds. And so all anyone Mm -hmm. heard me say is gain 60 pounds. Right. Uh So I spent, you know, about a week you know, tr- not apologizing, but explaining what I meant. Mm. And so, like, if you let yourself go, you've let your health go. Mm-hmm. You've let your kids down mm-hmm. because you're not going to be there for them as long. Mm. So I think when we start to think of self-care and taking care of ourselves, we can't think of it in terms of the aesthetics of the other person mm-hmm. seeing us. No. But we can think of it in terms of health, 
That's what right. we know is healthy. We know weight gain is associated with cancer. Mm-hmm. It's heart disease, diabetes, yeah. everything that could go wrong goes wrong with that. And so I think if we spent time making sure that we were okay, mm-hmm. both emotionally and physically, and felt good about ourselves, that the rest of it starts starts to come easier. That's, that's right. Just I agree with you. A little easier. I really agree with you. That's right. Uh, I The minute I get home, I will clean my face, take all this makeup off in the day and yeah. such. And so I scrub my face and usually I'll put my hair up in a ponytail and get comfortable uh, because I know that Philip thinks I look great without makeup, sure. with my hair up. But at the same time, I'm doing it for me. I'm cleaning my face because I believe in yeah, skincare. Self-care. Of course, I have a skincare company, but right. I really truly believe in taking care of my skin and uh I want my hair up, out of my face, whatever. But uh, at the same time, I will tell you, if Philip said, I prefer you in full face makeup all the time, I would go, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, good. Right, that's, that's too right. bad. Darn, darn, I wish you didn't because good this makeup's you. coming that's off the minute I get good in the for house. You. Good so, for you. Yeah, I, I, I would have to be, I wouldn't be that sarcastic about it, but yeah. I would have to say, well, there's something you have to understand. Yeah, this is. I believe this is, in self-care, putting myself first when it comes to my health and right. and. Of course, Philip, knowing him, he would support that 100%. So he wouldn't, and he would never say, I really wish you'd wear full face makeup at home. Gosh, can you imagine? But there are some husbands out there that they do do it. And that's what I was was alluding to in the movie. If you dress for other people, if you dress for the mirror, if you dress for another eye, you're just not, it's not sustainable. That's right. If you, if you find what I call it, S factor is the cup that runneth over. We teach women how to be the cup that runneth over of abundance, right? Mm-hmm. How do I keep the healthiest body, the healthiest face, the healthiest skin and hair, mm-hmm. the healthiest soul, the happiest soul? The feminine is life. The mm-hmm. feminine is life force. When the mm-hmm. feminine's light is dim, everything around her is dim. When the feminine is on fire and lit up, and overflowing with abundance, everybody and everything in her life will be fed. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And that's so right. That's right. dress you for know, yourself, face your, everything. Again, I keep yeah. saying this. That's why I wanted to do this podcast. And it's just the beginning. I, yeah. I feel like we should do a series because mm-hmm. we just touched on the topic, really. But I'm hoping that when women listen to this podcast, they listen and hear something that encourages them to see their bodies in a different way, in a, in a more positive way. And yes. Yeah. Do you have S factor um, exercises for home? I that, do. That some of the I listeners do. could oh, try. I actually have a digital four week course with me. It's beautiful, it, but it does go into the depth of where did your body start to shut down? Mm-hmm. How old were you? What happened? What I call it the first defense. Yeah. I have a TED talk, a TEDx talk that really kind of describes the story of the feminine body and how the feminine body begins to shut down. And then how you go back in and excavate. And like, it's a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. It's truly a hero's oh, journey great. to excavate, reclaim, and bring your body back to full abundance. Our listeners can go to, I've got a secret with robinmcgraw.com yeah. and read all of the information so yeah. that they can sign up for that. Amazing. That's wonderful. That'd be yeah, great. That's great. So That'd be that. great. You, and Dr. We Rachel, could talk forever because you guys are amazing. So Dr. Rachel... Can you please tell us something about your book, Getting Some Brain, How to Fall Passionately in Love and Lust and Stay There? Ah, yeah. So the title Getting Some Brain comes from this concept of, you know, it, it's a play off of getting some getting some head, but getting some <laughs> brain is more so about kind of getting through the brain science behind a lot of what we go through. And I think for long-term relationships, what I've found through my career and through the Dr. Rachel Institute is that the big thing that people really want to know is, hey, we've met, we've got passion, we're, we're here. How do we keep it? Mm-hmm. Or now that we're here, we've been here five, five, six years, we don't have it anymore. How do we get it back? Mm-hmm. And so the book is kind of like a, a how to keep it, but also how to help you get it back. And I think oftentimes we feel like, you know, it should be easy. I mean, we haven't had sex in two months, but, you know, let's just try it. And oftentimes what happens is you you guys are so in your own space and so locked in a box that it becomes very hard to make that into a sexual event. And so people develop what we call couch syndrome, where your partner becomes as sexy as your couch does (laughs) after about five years, right? So the whole idea is how can we infuse different things into our relationship and stay there Mm -hmm. and actually, you know, end up 
30 years in, 40 years in, 50 years in, and still actually be really turned on by the person uh-huh. and feel passionately connected to them. So that's where the concept comes from. And we've got great exercises. We've got some things that people can do together to kind of reconnect. And I think what are similar about our two programs is that it really tries to get to the heart of what you find sexually connecting anyway. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes couples never really explore those types of things. Mm -hmm. So you have one person who might really be turned on by an event that happened 16 years ago, but Uh has never happened with my my husband or my wife. Uh So how do we take that event that you're still masturbating to, that you still find passion in, and kind of infuse it into our current relationship? Uh So it's a little bit of that, and it's a little bit of... You know, the the brain chemistry behind falling in love and staying there. What we were talking before about mystery and frustration reaction and how the two of you don't have any other friends or any other life or any other thing, then, you know, all you can do is think about how bad their breath stinks and how bad their farts are. But if you get a little distance and mystery, now we've got space to imagine other things. Mm. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. I haven't written a book in about nine years. Oh, wow. So this is, this is, yeah, so I'm really excited oh, about it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So people can head over to gettingsomebrain.com yes. for um, information about how they can get the book. Is it on Amazon? Pre-release. It's actually not out yet, so oh. it's, it's pre-release oh, time. Yay. So Yay. getting some buzz going. Very cool. Oh, I'm so okay. excited for yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, me too. I'm excited, excited for me because yeah. I get to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> that is so today. wonderful. Yes. Yeah, I know it's going to be excited. a brilliant book full of great information. I appreciate that. I'm extremely excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, to get to have the opportunity to like change people's lives, you oh, know how that is. It's, it's just that's the most gratifying thing that you could get. You know, yeah. like we're all here to serve in some particular mm-hmm. way. So when you feel like your service is really having a major impact, it's it's mm-hmm. amazing. So people so have asked blessing. me, how do you stay so in love still and keep the marriage fun and such? So I'm thinking, well, you know, a couple of things. Marriage is something that you work on every day, I believe. It's not like you just get married and then that's it. That's you right. sign the marriage certificate or whatever and we take it very seriously, and it's something that you work on pretty much every day. Mm. You don't ever forget right. that it is the most important event in our life. That's mm. how we feel. Mm. That's what we believe. And so if I had to say the maybe the number one thing that I believe we do, it would be flirting. Mm. And more on my part, because I, I know it. he loves it, and I love mm-hmm. to see him <laughs> smile. I love that when he breaks into a smile— I, it's like his entire face smiles. Yeah. I love it. The sparkle in his eyes, the, the lines around his eyes. Mm. I don't know. There's something about when yeah. I can make oh. him smile. Yeah. And yeah. so I guess my way is to flirt with him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just know the little things that I can say or do that I consider flirting with him, and he does as well. It would be that. Like yeah. if we're alone or he's on stage and I'm sitting in the audience and I can just look at him a certain way, or yeah. I can just do something and he gets it. That's so sweet. And that is so for good. For example, and this is so funny that this just happened yesterday. Mm. So I had Rosa, my executive assistant, meet me so we could do some work and eat lunch. It was a long day and I was starving. So I have her meet me and we're at the last booth along the wall. There are three and I was in, we were in the third one. So I'm staring right at the door and I see him walk in with his brother-in-law, my brother-in-law as well, but he was married to Philip's sister, known him the entire time I've known Philip, 47 years, uh, best friend. So the two of them walk in and they don't look around or anything. So I just kind of see them walk by and I know that they're going out on the patio because Philip has a booth out there that is his favorite and he loves to sit outside. So I see him walk by and obviously he has a meeting with someone. So I get, it, it was probably an hour and I get one of my business cards out of my purse and on the back, I said, hey, tell your friend I think he's hot. <laughs> okay, that's so cute. And then I asked uh, the manager who came over, and he was saying hello. And I said, could you do me a favor? I said, Philip is out on the patio in his favorite booth. He goes, oh, yes, yes. And I said, could you go out there and take my card? He goes, oh, yes, and give it to him. I went, no, no, no. He's with our brother-in-law, and he's got gray and white speckled, you know, full head of hair. Could you just hand this to him? Mm. And he said, oh, yes, yes. So he goes out there. The third person in the booth that they were meeting with uh, oh, that I didn't see uh, has gray and silver oh, hair. No. 
Oh I my god. <laughs> he gives it to the wrong man. Uh, but uh, and he gives it to him with my business card face up. So uh, he sees my name. He goes, Oh, I think your wife is here. That's hilarious. Oh, and that's then a few minutes later, funny. this gentleman who I've met before comes up walking from outside to my booth. He goes, Oh, hi. And I went, Oh, hi. And immediately I'm like, Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. I just saw your, I just, Took me a while to turn the card over. I didn't read it. I just handed it to Fell. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Only me. I love it. <laughs> but then oh, finally oh he got it and he gets the joke and whatever. That's yes. so sweet. That's I said, so Only sweet, me. I was trying to flirt with my husband. <laughs> it was so perfect. I love that story. But it's those kind of things. Yes, yes. totally. You'd be surprised how much trouble teaching people how to flirt is. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you, you're a natural. That's such a cute idea. That's what life's all about. Yeah. Those little moments. It's great. Now, another thing we do on this podcast is we play a game. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So if you're Let's ready. do it. We're going to play a game. Let's do it. Why Let's not? Let's do it. Okay. Yes. Games are fun. Games yes. are fun. So this game is this or that. What makes you feel sexier? I'm going to nice. say it, and we all will answer it. Okay. Lingerie or your significant other's shirt? Sheila, you go first. His, his shirt. His shirt? Mm-hmm. The shirt. Definitely I'm saying the shirt. The shirt. Yeah. <laughs> shirt. I love to put on Philip's T-shirts after he's worn them. Oh, my God. Yeah, the evening. It's the best smell. Yes. He takes, <sighs> a, he takes a shower, puts on a T-shirt, and then wears it all evening. And I love to put that on. <laughs> I don't even, you don't even want to know that I need, I want it from his workout. <laughs> oh, okay, you want the sweatshirt. Like sweat, his, oh, uh, his t-shirt is ringing wet from tennis. When he comes oh. up. All right. Chocolates or champagne? Champagne. Hmm. I'm going to have to say chocolate because. Chocolates become like an everyday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, treat, you no, know, I, it's like a, I was going to say this, but it's boring. I can't drink champagne because of the carbonation, so. Ah, you know, too much. I can't do any carbonation. Sure. Okay. Candlelight or tempting music? Mm, I'm going with the music. Mm. I love music. I'm going with candlelight. Ooh. Ooh, I have to go with candlelight. I gotta go with the flicker. The flicker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bodies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just so yeah. sexual and sensual. And- so erotic. Yes. When I was in college, I had a little. Uh, accident with it with a with, <laughs> with a with a candle and ever since then i think i, I probably have a little trump i need oh, to did you leave it burning well you know we knocked the candle over and didn't oh. recognize that oh, it wow. did the whole nightstand went up in flames <gasps> it was quite this thing okay, no. so so you know so candles mm-hmm. to me you know so now i'm no, all totally like, get it. is I it totally a fat candle is i had a friend left one bad. burning and it, also and the it electric broke candle? oh you oh. yes not me but a friend and it caught on fire the light the nightstand wow oh so they had to get the fire extinguisher. They weren't home. They walked in oh. and it was on fire. Thankfully, That's they walked in. They had to put it out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Black or burgundy? Burgundy. Definitely. You've got on burgundy. Oh. And you say burgundy. Yes, yes burgundy. I'm going to say black. Mm. Ooh. They're both sexy. Okay. Lace or leather? Leather. Leather. <laughs> oh, oh yes. We can hang out. Yeah, that's okay, right. I'm saying leather. <laughs> leather. Okay, cat eye liner or red lipstick? Cat eye liner. Really? Okay. I'm more cat eye liner. Oh, wow. I'm red lipstick. Silk sheets or fur throw? Well, you know what? I've not done a fur throw in a really long time, so I'm going to go with fur throw. Yeah. Sexy is kind of like what, you, what you're not used to, what's uh-huh. new. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with fur, fur, fur throw. Yeah. I'm going to go with fur throw. throw. Yeah. You too? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Hmm. I couldn't say it. It wasn't coming out of my mouth. Okay. We're all fur throw. I don't like silk sheets. Yeah. You're always having to grab I, it. Yeah. Pull it back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. it, Robin. <laughs> Massage or bubble bath? Massage. Massage. Bubble bath for me. Uh-huh. Red or white roses? I'm red. 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 I'm red. Floral perfume or musky perfume? Musky. Um. Do I have to choose one? Yes. Musty. Yeah. Musky? Musky. Musky. Is it musty? Musky. I know it's very hard. I think it's musky. I think musty means stinky. Like yeah. Body. Like, body. Like old musky. Mildewy. Okay, yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> it's like uh, muscadines. Musky. Mm-hmm. 
floral. I have to go floral. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Fancy dinner or dinner at home? Ooh. Fancy dinner at home. I know. I was just looking, thinking, can't mm. we have a fancy dinner at home? At home? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to say at home. Red wine or rosé? I'm going to go with the red. I'm going to go with the Bordeaux. <laughs> I'm going with it too. Okay. I think that's it. Nice. Great questions. Love it. That's fun. Okay. So we're out of time for today. But before we wrap up, I want to read some submissions we've received for today's episode topic. I asked the Secret Squad on social media, what makes you feel sexy? And here are some of the great responses that we got. Mm. I know. So they've said, a new pair of stilettos or a cute outfit. Okay. I love that. I totally agree with that. I'll get down with that. A day at the spa where I get a facial, massage, and my nails done. Hey. My life feels together when my bra and underwear match. Oh, LOL, cute. they said. You're very but you know, it's really kind of funny. Nice a, a lot <laughs> of so women perfect. will say, I love it when my, my panties and bra match. I'm like, true, true. But I only do that when I'm dressed up and like yeah. the panties and the bra, the lacy stuff. I only do that when I'm dressed up to go out mm. on a date or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. Mine rarely. Over, I have my Spanx yeah. over that. Yeah. yeah. And then it all gets covered <laughs> up with those body shapers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But they're cute. Trust me, it's cute under the Spanx. Yes. Yeah. What's yes, that? Yes, yeah. Maybe it's really cute under here. It's going <laughs> to take us an hour to get the Spanx off. Then we but take away all the lines from the Spanx. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's good. <laughs> I love having my makeup done. Also, nothing better than fresh foils and a haircut. That's true. This one says, wearing my best perfume. Mm, It does feel good. It does. Smelling good, right? Mm. That's one thing I do. I was telling the girls when we were, again, working on this. Bedtime in our bedroom is very important to me. So I always, every, every day... When I get home, I have a candle burning on both of our nightstands, oh, nice. and I spritz my pillow with my perfume, mm-hmm. and I always have the bed turned back before we get up there. Yes. And I don't know. It's just always very inviting, very yummy. Yeah, mm, yeah oh I always God, make it's sure just, it's like I want to. I the I light is you. dimmed. I totally. love you. I love that. <laughs> That's so much. I just think it's really important that when, that and so we both go up important. pretty much at the same time, mm-hmm. or I'll go up before Philip and he locks the doors, whatever. But I always make sure in the evening mm. that the bedroom's very inviting. Let me tell you, that makes a huge difference it because really even when you're at, you know, your your favorite hotel and they turn it down and mm-hmm. the light is That's right, right and the lighting's down. Oh, so I made, I, I know mm-hmm. Phil every night is like, wow, this is heaven. I am the luckiest girl alive. Yeah. yeah. Saying, oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> Girl. Well, he must be I'm, thinking it because I don't hear him say that. <laughs> well, he's ice. I, I, excuse me. He's ice. I, I see it on your arms. That's right. And your fingers. Yes, sweetheart, I'm sorry. You do say it. Yeah. It's my ears. My, it's my bad ears. <laughs> it's not you. Oh, your ears are seeing it, though. Yeah. Uh, stunning. As long as he knows not everybody's got it like that. You don't that. have to say it out loud, sweetheart. <laughs> I know you're thinking stuff. it. That's great. Okay, so this one says, a good hard workout, and I mean at the gym, mm, like don't that. think too dirty. <laughs> That's great. Movement, dancing, appreciation, mm-hmm. connection, doing something new. Mm-hmm. I love these responses. Mm-hmm. So nice. these answers are so motivating. If you're not already following I've Got a Secret on social media, make sure you go to it and check it out. So to find us, search I've Got a Secret podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Well, Sheila and Rachel, I am just radiating after talking to both of you. Thank you so much for being here today. This was so much fun. This was really Man. fun. It was fun. Was good energy. So good, good stuff. I think we could have sat here all day. We could all have. Day. Definitely. All I hope that all of you listeners got as much out of this discussion as I did. Go out there and be your strong, sexy self. Mm. And if you did enjoy this podcast, subscribe and leave a comment. And as always, visit I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com to submit your secrets. I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.